Welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding, Ken's Movie Reviews. I am your host, not Ken, with a review of a movie from a few years ago, 2012 to be exact. Today we will be reviewing Dread. Now, some of you who are old enough to remember uh, may remember a movie with Sylvester Stallone. Judge Dredd from quite some time ago. Now, if you remember that type of movie, it was kind of, eh, not silly, but like campy, uh, over the top, bits of humor uh, spread throughout because of Rob Schneider. Well, this movie is the complete opposite. So we'll talk a little bit about some of the key components, right? Uh, our typical rating scale, cast, plot, director, location, costume and props, production, production slash cinematography, that type of stuff. Give it a grade for each category, total it up out of 100 possible, we'll get a score, and we'll just kind of rate it, uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and that's kind of what we're going to go with for the scores for our movies. Now, this particular movie, since it's been out for some time, is not, you can go to a store and you can buy it. You can find it on, let's say, um, iTunes movies, for example. Uh, five bucks, a lot of times. But you can't really find it streaming anywhere. So if you're going to look for this thing on Netflix or Hulu or any of those any of those other places you're not going to find it. But if you can if you can find it or you're willing to throw down 5 bucks for it, this is a great movie. Now, I will preface some of this discussion with I didn't read the Judge Dredd comic books. Like I don't know the ins and outs of the characters. I know bits and pieces of how the characters are portrayed but I don't know the characters I know the first movie uh when I was growing up I loved that movie so that introduced me to the characters but as far as reading the comic books I, I never knew the actual ins and outs of the characters now I will say from what I know that this movie is a much more accurate portrayal of the characters from the comic books um you know a lot of times in the Judge Dredd world you need an r-rated movie because of how that character is portrayed the judgments that are put forth the bad guys the blood the bad language th things like that that might pop up over the course of an interaction with judge dread but you didn't get that in the first movie so you got a really wrong impression this movie this movie is it's a completely different completely different ball game you get all of the elements that you need to complete what this character really is like, to complete a look and feel of what Mega City really is like. So it's if you've got the time, you've got the five bucks, like this is this is worth it. If you're interested, if you like the Judge Dread character, this is worth it. I wish they would do a sequel for this movie. I don't think it'll ever happen. Uh it didn't make very much money. Let's just put it that way. It wasn't very, it wasn't poorly reviewed. It just, nobody watched it. Um, but it's a, once again, it's a great movie. Okay, so we'll start with our typical scoring model. I'm just going to go straight from the top. Uh, we'll do cast. 
Now, the cast on this movie, there, there's a lot of people in this movie, but there's really just a handful of main characters that you will see um, routinely. Of course, Dredd is portrayed by Carl Urban. Um, he's got a rookie with him, uh, Anderson, Olivia Thurlby. And then, of course, the, the big baddie in the movie is Mama, and that's Lena Headley. And there, there's a few other like main characters that you would see throughout. Um, Wood Harris plays a, a reoccurring uh, character. Uh, you, you see him in a few bits and pieces. Remember the Titans, Ant-Man, things like that. Uh, but there's a sneaky hidden character I like to uh, point out to people in this movie. Uh, Domhnall Gleeson is in this movie. And you, you don't really recognize him because of his... I don't know, maybe because of his hair. Uh, it's it's hard to explain, but uh, yeah, he's in this movie, and he's he's got a he's not a main character; he's a supporting character. But when you look at this character, and you're like, I, why do I recognize that person? Yeah, that's that's him. Uh, he plays the clan techie. Um, he got his eyes replaced with little digital camera eyes. It's kind of neat little effect, but. All the of the main characters that you see in this, I thought did a really good job. Um, Carl Urban was great. Uh, the this is a hard character to portray because it's so there's not much emotion in it. But the other thing that I mean, there is. It's just not what you'd see. It's very one or two emotions, not a gamut of emotions. Let's just put it this way. And the character. True, like true to form character for Dread never takes off his helmet. You you will never see Judge Dread ever remove the helmet, and that's what it is in this movie. There's a helmet on the entire time. You you don't ever yeah. So to be the main actor and to only see basically your your chin, <laughs> but but really do a good job at the character that you're portraying just speaks to how how well this was done, and the other characters played their parts well, um, you know from the the minor characters there's a you know a person pops up as a medic and you see him for a couple of scenes there's some other judges that pop in and they. They do the judge characters great as well. So it's all the it's all the little characters in addition to the main characters. So the cast in this is great. They did a really good job. Uh, can't really say too much negative about anything in in the cast point. So I gave it out of 20, 18 points. Okay, so the next one is the plot. Now the plot point in this is it's it's a simplified plot plot in a sense um you've seen a plot like this before um you've kind of seen it you've kind of seen it in training day like this this isn't you know they they go out rookie goes out with a person they go do stuff and then bad things start to happen and that's kind of what you see in this movie. Rookie goes out, they go to a routine thing, and then bad things start to happen. And then it escalates with a little twist at the end, but not like an out-of-scope twist. Um, and, and, and no, Dread doesn't go bad. Dread's not the, the rogue in this at all. It's some of the other judges. So it the, the plot point is very straightforward, but it's not derived in any 
weird sense. Like all the little bits and pieces make sense. It opens with uh, Dread taking down some bad guys. He goes back and he's like, "You're with you're with the rookie." And then he's like, "Okay, rookie, show me what you got." And they go to a place, and oh, there's bad guys here. And then like, oh, wait, wait a second here. There's other bad guys here too. So the you know the 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 supporting character in this Anderson is a mutant. Um, in I guess they call her a mutant in the movie, where she has the the power basically to to read minds, and that's a plot piece that's an integral plot piece in this movie now there's really not a lot of character development what are you going to develop about dread you don't you don't know if you never knew the the character going into this movie you're not going to know that he is like he is the a number one right you don't get that impression in a sense um, you, you get it towards the end with the other judges because the other judges hate him. So you, you get a little bit of that. Uh, you get a tiniest little bit of detail on Anderson. What I'm saying is that the, the characters aren't fully developed. They don't need to be, I don't think. You don't get a little backstory. You get the current story, and that's fine. I don't. I don't think you need any lead up to who Judge Dredd is. You just get to see that you get an introduction to the character, and you see he he means business basically, and that's it. That's all you need to know. So the plot is probably of all the things in the movie, the plot's probably the weakest, but it's still good because it make everything makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think. The only one cheesy thing hmm, about the plot yeah nothing really uh so we get i got that one 16 out of 20 the next one is the director now this is a director that i don't think many people have ever heard of i certainly haven't heard him pete travis oh what has pete travis done uh a a couple movies besides dread so uh vantage point the gunman uh, uh, yeah, that's a legacy Falcon. I, I, all these, all these things that a lot of folks never have really watched or have heard of, I believe. So his his list of directing credits is fairly short, and what's on there is fairly simplified as well. But from this standpoint of this movie, he got out of the characters what he needed to get out. He put the right people in the right places. The look was fine. There was nothing overdone about any of the bits and pieces. Um, you know, one of the main one of the main tools in any in any dread piece, I think, is the the drug slow mo. And the director has some some way to interpret what happens when you are using slow mo, and you see that in the movie and bits and pieces of the movie, maybe too much. But that effect, when they do slow-mo, I, I think is great. So, in terms of what the director did to get the point across and to show everything, I think was fine. Even though you might not have heard this, heard of this person and hasn't done very much since this. I mean, there's been a few movies. But uh, I, I can't really say too much negative about what went on in this movie. So out of 20, I'm going to do um, 16 on this one as well. 
Okay, so the next one we're going to do is going to be for location. Now, in terms of the location, there is really... Mm, you, you get a little bit of the intro. In the intro, they show Mega City, right? So they show the whole cityscape. They show how large it is. They show how run down it is, how busy it is. So you get a really good feel of this place. This just has so many people packed into one little area. You show the briefest little snippet of the, the wasteland outside, but that's not an integral part in this particular movie uh you see the tall mega structure so the one that that this movie is in the whole time is the peach trees and it's that's just it's a gigantic building that's essentially a city and that houses all of these people so what you're seeing through the course of this whole movie is all the different people and levels and apartments let's call them that all these people deal with every day or inhabit every day and it it's it's nothing fancy so they deliver the image on what this place looks like very very well there's not a lot of money inhabited inhabited in here and they kind of give you that that detail a little bit in the in the lead up to where they're going but this this particular place i think you get a really good view of the world that Dread and the characters are in that I don't think you, of course, you really didn't get at all previous to this, but it's developed. It's not overdone. I think it's really, I think it's really, really well, really, really well done. So out of 10, I give this one a solid 10. Okay. So the next one, we've got costume and props. And really in, in terms of this one, there's the, the props would be the slow-mo, uh, the uh, the little drug canisters, uh, inhalers, I guess you can call them. There would be the weapons, the judge outfits, and all the uh, attire that all the various people in the building are wearing. And you know, the the lawgiver is a really great prop. It's the it's the judge's main weapon. And you know what? All this stuff is fine. It's great. Like the you get to see. All the people's uh, clothes that they're wearing, you know, it's not, once again, we said they didn't have a lot of money, so it's not like they're wearing fancy clothes. Um, in terms of the pro plot points, the, the, the lawgiver is a good plot point, um, and, and it's a good prop, because it has all the different tools. If you're familiar with the comic book, it can shoot different types of rounds, and it it seemingly is a specific weapon that you won't see in any other in any other atmosphere right you'll only see it in the in the judge dread world and i think it works really well i, I keep referring to the the previous movie the one with stallone which is not, like i said not a good reference but in, in, in that movie the lawgiver just fired unlimited amounts of ammunition you do whatever you wanted and the one real really nice thing about this one is that they showed that it's just a firearm and it's got limitations, and you have to reload. And if you run out of bullets, what are you going to do? So I, I thought all those elements worked really, really well for this movie. Uh, so from the costume and props, now there, there's one thing that they kind of missed a bit in terms of the 
the uniform, but I didn't really notice it. There's usually a chain that hangs from the, the badge and attaches somewhere on the, the uniform. There's a, there's a nod to that. If you see towards the end when they're confronting Mama behind her on a wall, there's a judge outfit that's kind of hanging up on the wall, and there's a chain that's involved in, in that outfit. So there's a nod to it. But you don't see that little distinct chain that you would see in the normal judge outfit. But this, I don't think you miss it. I, I think everything looks pretty solid. So of the costume and props, I did a 10 out of 10 on this one too. All right, so our last category is production, eh, cinematography, really. Um, so in, in, in this one, I've got to give really high marks for what I mentioned before is what the city looked like because there was all a virtual view right of them showing hey this is a gigantic city with these gigantic structures that are basically individual cities in each gigantic structure that look I think came across really well um, in terms of how the weapons were presented. So a lot of the bad guys with the weapons were just people that were there that were in a gang. They weren't going to be trained. But the judges were trained, and you could see how they interacted, how they used their weapons, and how they were trained before they shot the movie as to how they used the weapons, from uh, positioning, uh, from reloads, that type of stuff. So all that thing, all those things came across came across really well so it had a good presentation of what their job would have been on a routine basis uh, in terms of the uh, let's call it all like most everything in this was practical effects there were some digital effects for sure the slow-mo like I said that presentation that was great. You had this kind of slow motion, shiny with little glittery, like the, the whole the whole screen lights up. It, it's just a hard presentation to describe, but I think it worked really, really well. So when someone did slow-mo, what did it look like? Bingo. I think that was a really good representation of it. From a CGI standpoint, there wasn't there wasn't a lot. Like I said, a lot of it was practical effects with within the actual show um there was blood and gore and spatter but some of that was practical and some of that was digital so it was a good mix between those things too uh i i kind of felt that once again the presentation and how everything looked and felt in this movie was great it was what you'd expect out of a dread movie so from the production cinematography i'm going to give that 18 out of 20 so if you're keeping along keeping along with the scores that gives us a total of 88 points for this movie that makes sense a b plus movie yep absolutely um i'm going to give one bonus point one bonus point because of something that i stated before where carl urban had this the helmet on the entire movie it wasn't taken off so he had to do his character the whole time and all you saw was his grizzly you know stubbled chin and presented the character great just fine so it brings the total score up to 89 almost an a um i i probably could have fudged some of these numbers and gotten it to an a but i think a very very high b plus is a perfect score for this movie uh yes so 
as always, we like feedback through our various channels. If you can do some, if you're a Twitter person, you're a Facebook person, we're really on all these places uh, at Pudding Guys. Twitter, we're at Real Pudding Guys. Uh, what did you folks think of this movie? Would you give it a B? Would you give it an A? Or did you just think it was awful? Um, let us know. Shoot us some feedback. Uh, but until the next movie review, have a good day. All right, that's the LA Beast. I can't say that. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.